0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are doing a brand new show type here. We are debuting the Uncanny Awards. That's right, the Uncannies as we're calling them, I guess. Um, We are going to be talking about our favorite and best things that came out or we discovered in the year 2020. Um, We're going to go ahead and get this thing going.
1: What's going on, guys? It's
0: Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Uh, but before we get into the uncannies and all that stuff, uh, we got to make sure that we, as always, remember our pickle of the
1: week. Week.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> good. You got it. Good. I was
1: gonna say of the, but I was like, hold on, wait—is Dylan gonna say it? And then we just both paused. So, real Fun good. I like well, it's it wasn't smooth. It's okay.
0: It's okay. I mean, I, I mean, I can edit the little silences out, as long as no one drops an F in the chat this week, you know. Ron. What the fuzz do you mean? Oh, oh, Alright. Whoa. whoa. Um, so anyway, my pickle of the week is um, from Image Comics. I'm picking a trade. I'm picking That Texas Blood Volume 1.
1: Yeah, dude.
0: It's a uh, Texas Zombies basically. It's, it's really good. We kept selling out of <laughs> yeah, it over a- at my store. On it. it was really good. It
1: was, pretty good. It was really good. Uh, I am picking uh, Future State Dark Detective number one. What? Read, it, read it last night. It's pretty good. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's pretty good. In the end, there was a backup story for uh, Grifter in there.
0: So, ooh,
2: pretty cool.
1: I'm enjoying the yep. Future State stuff.
2: I had really good art, too.
1: The art is good. The then more art. Mm-hmm. That's it.
2: Um, I'm picking also a graphic novel. Mine ah. is it's like your encyclopedia homework for WandaVision. They're oh. doing a complete collection it's called Vision and Scarlet Witch, the Saga of Wanda and Vision, and it's $40. It collects their giant sizing where they, I think they get together, Vision and Scarlet Witch 1 through 4, Vision and Scarlet Witch 2nd run 1 through 12, and then a bunch of other stuff in it too. So this is like the, you know, the Vision Bible. Um, but yeah, I already have it. I'm going to buy it in this new form if wow. the store
0: ordered it, so...
2: If it's cleaner I, I, I like I, I like those complete collections uh, you
0: know? Sugarland ordered it so you can come get it at Sugarland On my gonna call <laughs> uh, you gotta pay over the phone um <laughs> well we do curbside too um anyway um <laughs> Where am I here? Uh, This is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people to find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and go do it already. 2021 Um, goal. yeah, t- yeah, yikes! Oh, yeah, got to change that, <laughs> don't we? That's our 2021 goal, and I have feeling it's going to be our 2022 goal because we're a small podcast. You know, just this is just you know we're doing this. This might for, be the year, Michael. The, uh, we're doing it for the uh, for the Bedrock City loyal. You know the yeah the be Bedrock the City year. universe. This is the year that we get Ron to review the podcast on iTunes. This is it.
1: I mean, once we get back in person, I got you.
0: Okay, we're gonna make that TikTok. Right, about how Oh, uh, uh, we're gonna put it on Bite. Um so we're gonna talk about our events. We got uh we got some events. Uh this coming Friday, uh we have Keyforge on our Discord server. Uh and this is this uh week we're playing a reversal format. That is where you bring a deck you find challenging to win with, and your opponent has to use it. Um that's all built into the Crucible Online, the system we use to play uh Keyforge. Um so come on down, hang out with your boys. Um then on Saturday the thirtieth. Um, I'm sure conflicting with some signing Dylan's about to announce, uh, we have our paint night. Um, <laughs> uh, that is a hybrid event. You can go to any Bedrock City event and pick up a Baylor miniature for fourteen ninety nine, and come hop on our discord and paint along with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I've got my Baylor sitting right here. I'm trying to decide if I should go traditional or kind of off the wall. So come down and hang out with us. Dylan, what you got?
2: I have a Facebook live sale tonight. What? You can watch it at bedrockstudio. slash live. It's at seven PM to nine PM this week. So we did all the the huge books last week. Like we sold a Spider Man one, X Men one,
0: no fantasy Tales 15, suspense, huh? nine, it, first it, it, Iron
2: Man. No, not the. No one was a uh, had twelve thousand dollars burning in a hole in their pocket. But what this maybe this week? Um, but this week is kind of like a little bit of a cool down, you know. But we still have lots of. Uh, Modern cool books and some Silver Age CTC books that just came back today, and then I spent the day today making bundles out of the back room. So there's lots of cool. This is like the premiere bundle week if if you're into that. Okay. And then last week I gave y'all a heads up, or our listeners a heads up on the lock and key signing. That's right. We might be having with Mark Nelson. Yes, but Mark and Nelson, but. I, uh, long story short, it's been a saga. Um, the book has now been pushed back into the spring. Um, oh no. so I don't know when it's coming out. It's not coming out in, in, in months. So
0: either way, Mark Nelson will be doing the signing the Saturday. Yes, after so will. It, after the book it will
2: not be in February as, uh, previously stated. Um, it was February. And then last week they pushed it back a week to, uh, you know, a week later in February. And then I emailed them again and they're like, Oh, actually no, it's coming out sometime in the spring and definitely delayed indefinitely. So we'll see. I promise I'll let y'all know with lots of advance warning or two weeks advance warning for (laughs) FOC uh, for the signing, you know, great. I'm not going to trust a release date until it's on FOC. So I mean,
0: that is absolutely correct. Um, that's all I got though. All right, let's go on to what I done did where we talk about what we done did at the previous week. Um, what did I do? Um, I, I didn't do a lot. I watched uh Tammy and the T Rex. Finally, it was oh, great. nice Um, y'all really got to see this picture. It's a, it's something. It's, it's real good. It, I mean, it's not, but it's, it's. Amazing. I mean, I want to watch. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I love it. Um, I really didn't do anything else. I played KeyForge uh, with everybody this past Friday. Well, I didn't play. I judged. Um but that's it. I didn't do anything. Dylan, what'd you do? Um,
2: man, I existed. We (laughs) went to Austin to buy some, uh, furniture from Facebook marketplace.
0: Oh boy. How'd that go on Saturday?
2: It's good. I got the, um, basically I have like a spreadsheet of everything I want for my house and like links to the, you know, real listings online. But I also mm-hmm. have, like, since it's not going to be for a while, I have, like, alerts set up on Facebook Marketplace in case they ever go up the things I want. And uh, some brand new dining stools or counter stools and dining room chairs came up. The ones I wanted. So we drove to Austin cool. for them. Nice. I like doing are y'all nice put this
1: in, in a storage or are y'all
2: keeping it in their apartment? No, nah, we switched out our dining chairs here. But Okay, cool. Yeah, that makes
0: sense. What, what are you moving?
2: March? Hopefully. Eighth? Cool. Hopefully March. I'm supposed back? to get forty five days notice and uh the forty five day notice for March first is um tomorrow. So <laughs> okay. I'm thinking it'll oh. be sometime I think sometime in March, but not March first. We'll or see. Sex. That's all I did. I'm sorry. I have nothing oh. interesting. Wow. Did you watch
0: anything exciting Dylan?
2: Um I mean no. Drag Race got me gagged. you oh, guys gagged too? Gooped.
0: Gagged and gooped. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I got a I got something drag drag race related for you, Dylan. Oh, really? I have a 6 degree separation to one of the 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 drag queens on this week's season.
2: No you don't. Who? I do.
0: Uh Rosé.
2: <gasps> oh, I don't like Rosé. <laughs> she lives in New York though.
0: How yeah. do you know, I, well, actually how you to Rose? Uh Rosé is from Missouri City, actually. <gasps> um and went to high school with Lori and was very good friends with Lori in high school. Huh. No way, yes, Ross McCorkle can she like Very reach out or something, or I mean, sure, why not?
2: Rose's kind of shady, but
0: yes we'll see yes <laughs> like
2: it the the season started with its it's complicated, but they eliminated half the the cast they or they made them think they were being eliminated, and she was okay. the only one all pissed like when she didn't win her lip sync battle Rose
0: interesting she's okay, she's cool, though, but, yeah,
2: can you. <laughs> Can you hook that up? We can do a store signing with Rose. Yes, please.
0: Sure, I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure we can get that. Oh, man. I'm sure. I'll, I'll I'll talk to Lori to reach out to Ross and see what happens. She
2: also is in New York Queen. She's friends with Tina Burner. So mm-hmm. if you could get both to come, Tina Burner and Rose, that'd be awesome.
0: I'll I'll, I'll ask Lori to hook it up.
2: Cool. And yes, um, Tina Burner is like Tina Turner, but in like a fireman outfit.
0: Wow, that's so really it's, uh... it's, it's what you think. It is what you think. Um, I, I, I can tell you, so um, Lori has a story, she was over at Ross's, or Rosé's house um, hanging out, and she accidentally, was. she was driving her mom's car, and she the, the, the lawn mowing people were over there, and Lori got in her car to back out and leave and Rosé runs out on the front lawn and is like, no, no don't do it, and she's like, okay bye, continues waving, doesn't understand and she backs up over like an entire lawn mower <laughs> oh no, <laughs> uh, that, that's that's uh, yeah, that's that's her. She's an enemy of Rose. Oh yeah, but I mean, they're all friends. <laughs> an enemy, <laughs> yeah, an enemy. Oh, uh, but anyway, young homie, what you done done done? Dead? I did
1: nothing. I I existed just like Dylan.
0: Just vibing. I started
1: Dylan. back Cyberpunk, so I'm back on that grind.
0: Oh good, I've I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk. A lot. I got
1: I got to the uh, the title screen.
0: Oh boy, game, so no Apex this week.
1: No, I always play Apex, but Oh, okay. I, took, I took some time out to play some Cyberpunk. So I'm not too far. I just made it to the title screen, the you know, in the story. So
0: the end time. of the prologue.
1: Yeah, end of the prologue basically.
0: I haven't made it much past Oh, the prologue is really good. Really good. Which uh which uh life path did you pick?
1: Oh, uh uh street kid.
0: Same. Always. I'm yeah. playing through as a Corpo on Stadia as I'm trying it out. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, okay. I say playing through. I played two hours. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, I like it quite a bit. That's the idea of life, though. It's good. It's <laughs> I I like it. I think it's pretty good. I, you know, I was. I mean, they would have
1: games day and nice, but, you know. yeah. Well,
0: they had Cyberpunk. Um, did they have Cyberpunk day and They did when they came out. They did. Um, that like that's one. They they, they don't have a lot else on there. That service yeah, is kind of yeah. whack. Um. But the, I mean, we kind of dumped on it when it first came out, but I'm liking it more and more. Um, this is so. It's more appealing than buying a you know four hundred dollar graphics card every couple of years and oh uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. RAM that, and your whatever's or
1: as long as you have good Wi Fi, it should work right? fine, right?
0: Exactly. Um, let's get into the news. Um, Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie finds its writer. Um, we first heard that Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy has enlisted Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige for a new Star Wars movie back in 2019. And we finally have a noteworthy update on the project. According to Deadline, Feige has turned to Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness writer, and and Loki head writer – I was waiting for Scribe or something there – and creator <laughs> Michael Waldron to pen the screenplay for his mystery project. Uh, this is part of what the trade calls an unprecedented uh, – overall deal, uh, the scribe has signed uh, with Disney a good indication that he plans to work with the studio for many years to come. It's noted that, quote, besides writing the new Star Wars film, the deal is also expected to bring back Waldron in some capacity for Season 2 of Loki. Well, that's interesting that I guess it's a confirmation that we will be getting multiple seasons of season. these...
1: Uh... Loki, yeah. At least Loki.
0: Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, I, I, I... I will trust Feige to, you know, really do whatever. He, you know, he's, going, he going he's going all in
2: on Michael Waldron, so hopefully...
0: Has, has Michael know, Waldron written anything else that we've seen yet?
2: Not that I know of, but um, if, he, if we don't like Loki, it's not doesn't mean it's not a good sign for the other things to come, you know? However,
0: I don't put it past Feige to, you know, if Loki doesn't turn out written well, to dump somebody off of a project. I mean, they've oh, done sure. that before.
2: Um, or, like, bring on other people to... Fix it, right. Oh, that's right. He's a uh, Rick and Morty oh. producer. Oh, interesting. That's
0: okay. a shame. Well, all right, Michael. <laughs> 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 I, I I can't say anything. I've never actually watched it Rick and Morty. I'm just judging it by... He it. said producer, not writer, so, you know. Wrong. Um, is, that a, is that a jutsu shirt that you're wearing? Yeah, boy!
1: <laughs> my boy, my baby boy Dylan got this <gasps> oh, I did. what? I didn't notice. I love. Morning, it. I love this shirt, dude. Does it's it awesome. fit? It
0: fits good. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I watched it, so yeah, it's all
0: nice. Sweet. Yeah. I love it. Interesting. Anyway, um, so Morbius has been pushed back to October. Uh, this oh. is breaking, breaking news. Um, as of when we recorded this on Monday. Oh no! I, um, was so I know. Um, Variety. It's really a shame because we just did FOC on those uh, facsimile <laughs> covers for first Morbius. Oh yeah, we saw that. Um, Variety has published a lengthy report on the current state of the film industry, and the trade believes it's only a matter of time before major studios announce that their tentpole release scheduled for early, possibly mid-2021, will be pushed back yet again. For now, 65% of U.S. theaters, including those in popular markets like New York and Los Angeles, remain closed, and that's not expected to change anytime soon. Marvel's Black Widow is currently set for a release on May 7th, but a simultaneous Disney Plus uh, debut is said to be on the table. Meanwhile, Sony has already announced that Morbius, the living vampire, has been pushed back almost a full seven months from March 19th to October 8th. Yikes. Um, I mean, I understand it's Morbius, so, like, it's a little bit more malleable with its date, and it's not really that important when Morbius comes out, you know? So, Right. Um, however, like, that's probably for the best, honestly. Like... Is, are we really going to be in a much, much better spot in May or whenever probably it was supposed to in March?
2: Probably not. No, because we're not going to have the vaccines.
0: Right. In March. Right. Like I'm not trying to go to a theater. Yeah. And even, even renting out like, you know, this last time that we went to go do Wonder Woman, there was a, there were some, some hiccups, some hiccups with some potential attendees that might've been exposed. So we, you know, had to make some judgment calls. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's like, you know, the fact that we have to do that means that it probably isn't a good idea in the first place. Most definitely. Um. I'm, as much as I value the theater experience, I really think I'm I'm probably done with theaters until until it's actually like proper safe. Not like there's no movie
2: on the horizon that I'm like I'd go to that. You know, dude. like Black Widow in May, I would but other than that if it no. was
0: simultaneous like wonder woman i think i would i think i'd do it at home i don't i really don't think i need to dune would be my exception um but that's not until december right well also things might be better in may
2: maybe Fingers crossed.
0: right <laughs> we'll see you, you know it's funny we had this same discussion last year oh will be fine next month and things may. will be better in may <laughs> you know our i'm going
2: to have my second pandemic birthday pretty soon So our
0: our first pandemic episode was on March 18th. I'd like to say that's when it came out Um, the week after our bloodshot review. What a time. Yep. But anyway, um, I, I, I think honestly it is good. Just move it all back. Just move it all back. Um, And we've, we've only briefly talked about it. Um, Obviously the power rankings are not happening traditionally this year. Otherwise we would have already had lists out to everybody that wants to participate. Um, We're still trying to figure out the best way to do it. We might do some sort of like a back half of the year or a winter power rankings if there's like super stacked, you know, Q4 releases. Um, And we'll obviously roll over everybody's entries from 2020 that didn't get used uh, into the next one whenever that does happen. Um, Miles Morales gets his own Spider Man clone saga in April. Marvel Comics is returning to a classic Spider-Man story in April, teasing a new version of the infamous Clone Saga in a brief teaser on Twitter. Um, this time, it appears the new Clone Saga will revolve around Miles Morales, starting with issue 25. All we know at the moment is that Saladin Ahmed will be writing the arc. Spider I mean, that's, that's cool. I mean, yeah. they do. Uh, Spider-Man tends to do a lot of uh, story recycling over over the years, and
1: yeah. Especially with like newer spider people. Right.
0: And I actually am okay with it because a lot of times the recycle is good. Uh, Yes. Because they
1: update it, make it better.
0: Right. So, and I mean, people forget comics are hard because, you know, you need weekly never-ending stories. So you do recycle, you do retell, you do the same thing. That's also why it's kind of hard to report on far in the future comic news Yeah. because they don't know, you know, or they don't want to, they can't tell us what they're going to do in two years.
1: Yeah. Or stuff gets pushed back and, you know, right until mm-hmm. March or something, forever. Right.
0: So most yeah. of our comic news is very like, all right, so if it's in previews, you know, you, you got maybe like a month ahead of that. That's about it. Basically.
1: But that's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm, you know, I'm always exciting. up for new Miles Morales stuff.
0: So. Me too. Maybe this is a good jumping on point. Get a new suit. I've, I haven't been reading the new
1: Maybe? Maybe he can get a new suit? Put in the game.
0: Yeah, no. a new suit for people to be mad at?
2: Yes, probably.
0: Um Star Wars announces Lucasfilm Games, the official identity of all upcoming uh gaming titles from Lucasfilm. Um, quote, This means that all future Star Wars games will be brought together under one banner, the Lucasfilm Games banner, which the original which the official announcement states was, quote, developed in collaboration with the finest studios across the country. It's unclear what that means uh, for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order publisher, EA, um, EA, but uh, the announcement clearly implies that Star Wars games may not be sticking to an exclusive publisher, publisher in the future. I mean, that doesn't nope. really surprise me when this... Um, uh, I, they were talking about this on our Discord earlier today. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that it seems pretty likely. I, I, it's interesting that they go with Lucas Lucasfilm Games rather than resurrecting Lucas Arts, which is Lucas
1: Arts. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people are like, "You you had Lucas Arts, but whatever." I mean, it it kind of brings it doesn't together. really
0: ma- it doesn't really matter, I guess. However, no. it's I guess it's like Square and Square Enix and right.
1: It just brings everything together, but right. um, Marvel's already doing that. Marvel has their own gaming brand, and they let uh-huh. other companies uh, make games. So same nonsense
0: yep I mean same thing they, ha- they so definitely good. have to... less of a stranglehold on the gaming um, quality control than they do on the movies, so right. that, that mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that is not a good thing to not have the exclusivity, because while EA definitely has their problems, like you definitely are going to get a AAA level of polish. Uh, you might have you know lots of issues, but I don't know you'll have a more you know broad appeal game. Released by EA, but if you just have this big brand, you never know. You might get some some stinkers here and there.
1: Yeah, you never know, but
0: but it's really hard to say. I guess um, I think it's better.
1: It's for the better. Yeah, um, you put out more games since me.
0: Moon Knight cinematographer confirms Oscar Isaac casting. Um, in an Instagram post, this is where our news comes from, folks. Uh, the show's cinematographer Gregory Middleton reveals his involvement with Moon Knight, while also appearing to confirm that Isaac will be indeed part of the series. Quote, well, the secret is out. It's an honor to be part of uh, introducing a new character to the MCU, Moon Knight. Um, who who says cinematographers worry about white costumes? Not if they are complex characters played by amazing performers like Oscar Isaac. Uh, thank you, director Mohamed Diab and the MCU for in- inviting me aboard. Um, Oops. <laughs> right. Um, Sounds and, like maybe this
2: wasn't supposed to be the confirmation. No, it the doesn't. way we were going to get confirmation.
0: No, definitely does not. But at least I mean, now we I know. I feel like we've been talking about it every week. Um correct. And also the series has enlisted um syn- synchronic directors. Um mm-hmm. the Hollywood Reporter uh, reports that Disney Plus has enlisted indie directors uh Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Sci fi horror movies of uh, called The Endless, oh, I've seen, that. I've seen that one, and Synchronic, to helm an undisclosed number of installments. Uh, we found out late last year that Marvel had hired Egyptian filmmaker Mohamed Diab, uh, who directed Cairo 678 and Clash, um, and he's expected to direct a quote, sizable chunk of the episodes. Uh, Jeremy Slater uh, from The Umbrella Academy and The Exorcist will serve as showrunner uh as and is leading the show's writing team um okay cool um i liked the endless i thought that was a really well okay it wasn't it wasn't great the ending was kind of rough but um you know it's it's a horror movie and that happens sometimes
2: but synchronic i I wanted to see that's it came out in theaters during the pandemic but it's not out at home yet it's that sci-fi anthony mackie Movie. Right. I don't know if y'all remember that, but I do I remember. I do remember, remember it, yes. I don't think anyone's really seen it yet, you know.
0: Right. But um we'll so that's exciting. I mean looking forward to um Moon Knight being on T V. Um and Oscar Isaac does seem like a very good choice for that. Yeah. Synchronic kind of
2: cool. came out yesterday. Oh. As well, of as of the airing. It comes out on Tuesday. Okay. So you can watch it now. Get your uh you gear gonna from watch Moon it, Yeah, I'll watch it tomorrow. I mean
0: I watched it yesterday. (laughs) You watched it. (laughs) Time travel. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong is set for a theatrical slash HBO Max release as Warner Brothers and Legendary strike a deal. Let's go, boys. The Hollywood Reporter has learned that Warner Brothers has finally struck a deal with Legendary Entertainment to keep Godzilla vs. Kong as a day-and-date theatrical and HBO Max release. It'll keep its current release date of May 21st. Uh, The new deal helps both studios avoid a potential major lawsuit over Warner Media's bombshell decision last month to put its entire 2021 slate, including Godzilla vs. Kong and Dune, both of which were primarily financed by Legendary on HBO Max. Compensation numbers weren't made available, but it's believed uh, their deal for GVK, as we're calling it, (laughs) um, was in the $225 million plus range, which is what Netflix offered... With the movie before Warner Media blocked the deal last year. As for Denis Villeneuve's Dune, talks are still ongoing, but it seems though uh, both sides are nearing an agreement on that one as well. I assume if Kong and Godzilla get a theatrical release as well, so will Dune. Um, yeah, doesn't surprise you me. you. Would think so because
2: um, Dune will be in better. I mean, theaters will be in better shape in the winter. I mean, know, they better so. be. Though, <laughs> I mean, yeah. so, Fauci said that if everything goes smoothly with vaccines, then concerts might be able to resume in fall. Wow. So if that's the case, but he said if everything goes smoothly, and of course it won't. So uh, maybe
0: winter. We'll see. There's hope is what I'm saying. I mean, I'll take what I can get. I have no hope. Um, I mean, I'll watch it on HBO Max though. I'll, I'll scope it out. Um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, first trailer set for Super Bowl halftime show. Can we say Super yes. Bowl? Don't we have to say the big game? I'm going to get sued. Um, TM. Uh, All yeah, right. Um, the first trailer for Venom, colon, Let There Be Carnage, uh, will premiere during the Super Bowl halftime show on February 7th. Though no official announcement has been made, the news has been confirmed thanks to a snippet from a TV commercial that was shared online. There's no footage, just another look at the logo that was debuted when the Seagulls' official title will be announced. Oh, boy. We did it? Have- uh, I'm excited. This is gonna, gonna be gonna,
2: our first look at Cletus Cassidy, you know the train terrible.
0: I'm excited
1: I, do do they ditch the wig
0: yes, yes. Oh, he's got a new wig
2: went there, yeah, went there set photos or something, so Dylan oh, yeah. you said you
0: you said you're excited, are you excited because you want you're ready to hate watch it or because you think it's gonna be
2: good um. But uh, mainly the hate watch one,
0: or not hate watch. It's, maybe just like enjoy the train wreck, train wreck, kind of like Snyder cut, like train so hyped, train wreck.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm hoping to enjoy it the same way I enjoyed Venom. You know, right? I think Venom has a lot of rewatchability and is uh, does it a little bit of an embarrassment? You know,
0: yes. I Venom's I I, fun. Get, I get what you're saying. Venom is I've I've only watched it once. Fun.
2: Yes, Venom is the epitome of we don't care about anything but being fun and and silly and making bold decisions that don't work but are still entertaining to witness. Okay, you know, and I like that. I appreciate that. I I'd agree. rather see a Venom than a I don't know Godzilla versus Wonder Kong.
1: Nineteen Eighty Four.
2: No, that's not true. But I'd <laughs> rather see Venom versus something safe like a Godzilla versus Kong. You know, I'm expecting them to do something over the top and silly like the lobster yeah. scene come on that's pure <laughs> cinema art <laughs> when he tom hardy got in that tank and started eating those raw lobsters come on
0: remember when he said something like a turd rolled down the hill like a turd in the wind a turd a, a turd, turd in the wind bean. yeah yeah remember yeah.
2: when he talked like a child for the whole movie come on <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah
0: i'm excited i'm on board let's go um <laughs> check out uh so there's a uh, clarice news um, check out for the fr- check out the first trailer for CBS's The Silence of the Lamb sequel series. CBS has shared the first full trailer for the Silence of the Lamb sequel series, Clarice, which stars Aussie actress Rebecca Breeds from the originals and Pretty Little Liars in the lead role of Clarice Starling, the intuitive detective previously played by both Jodie Foster and Julianne Moore on the big screen, set one year after the events of Lambs. Clarice follows the titular FBI agent as she returns to the field to pursue this to pursue serial murderers and sexual predators while navigating the high-stakes political world of Washington D.C. Uh, the trailer looked pretty good. Uh, it did. It looked like something I would definitely watch. I don't know if I knew that this was coming out. Maybe we talked about it a while ago, but I don't really remember talking about it. I
1: definitely don't remember talking about it.
2: I have to disagree. I don't know. It looked Nothing like nothing special to me. Oh really? I didn't even want to. I didn't even want to finish the trailer. This property. Yeah, but what? What about the trailer that it needed to be Silence of the Lambs? You know. Oh, nothing. Just detective. It looked oh, like CBS detect like procedural detective lady. So I don't know. Hmm. It looked dull and boring to me, but uh, wow. I'm hoping I'm wrong. Dull Maybe, and boring. Well, dull and boring doesn't mean it looks bad. It just looks like. I, know. Know. I didn't Procedure. I didn't get the like connect. I'm not saying they need to like reference Hannibal or you know, do something on the nose, but I didn't get the connection
0: at all. Oh. I, I, I get that. It does, it if you didn't like if they if they didn't call her Clarice, you know, you would have no way of associating. Yeah, yeah if this is it called it
2: Marjorie, you right. wouldn't say, Oh, that's silence of the lambs. I no, I,
0: I, I agree with you. Um but I that that definitely hits my buttons. Um, I love silence of the lambs and associated properties. So I'm excited for it. Um, one star, Paul Bettany teases, having quote fireworks with a surprise actor in the Disney plus series. Talking to black girl nerds. He revealed that the show gave him an opportunity to work with an actor. He's been hoping to share the screen with for some time. Could That's he a possibly- website by the way. Right. Um, <laughs> I figured it was a website or a podcast. Um, Could he be referring to Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange, a character who has been rumored to appear in WandaVision for months now? Quote, the stuff that I can't tell you about where I get to work with an actor is going to be a surprise for everybody. I get to work with an actor I've been wanting to work with forever. It's just unbelievable. And we have some real fireworks together. Hmm. I mean, at this point... Is fireworks
2: important? I feel like that word is important. I don't think he's that... Not I don't think he's thinking that much about it.
0: No, I agree. I think, I he's, think, just, I
2: think he's just British, right? That's uh, <laughs> weird. Okay, but this we don't know about any other actor in this show that would be worthy of like dying to work with them forever. You know, so but this it confirms have that to... someone.
0: Well, I mean, no, there's nothing about that that says it has to be an MCU character, like an existing character. Why could... exactly? Yeah,
2: but we just know this confirms that there's a surprise character,
0: right? You know, oh, well. But, I mean, I think that's got to be a safe assumption. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is a good guess. So. Benedict Cumberbatch is a solid guess. But what if, what if it's Patrick Stewart and they're linking <gasps> up X-Men's? X-Men's. 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 I want to take a quick
2: podcast bet.
0: Oh. Go ahead. If hold on,
2: let it. me get the sheet. It's not <laughs> that big. It's no. not that big. No, 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 Pull it up. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, there's two rumors floating around online. The main one is that, um, well, the umbrella rumor is that Evan Peters is in WandaVision. We've talked about that before. But then the other ones are like, is he playing Quicksilver from the X-Men universe or is he playing, a lot of people are saying he's playing the villain, either Nightmare or Mephisto. So what would you rather see? And what do you think? Who do you think he's playing? Is he, Would Feige do a Fox Quicksilver instead of Aaron Taylor Johnson or in addition? Or is that too wild? You think he's playing just another character?
0: Ooh, um, I think well, I, I'm gonna go with he's he's Quicksilver.
2: I want to put my money on
0: Quicksilver too. That'd be wild. It would be wild. But I think that's a safe character to set a precedent on because, um, he was universally liked more than the MCU Quicksilver, right? Um, yes. So why not I just that do that? Going
1: through these crazy, you know, dream state, different realities, things, so you can easily slip him in.
2: So, yeah, I think if it's a quick thing, that'd be cool. I don't know. I kind of want the regular, the MCU Quicksilver, just because that's who she's paired, she was paired with. I don't know. It'd be kind of weird to see her with a different Quicksilver if they just like, like, oh, he's back, and then this is who plays him. You know? Yeah. You know, what? I'm gonna say he's playing the villain. I just want to be different, be what contrarian.
0: You, you want to bet? I want to be contrarian. You want to throw a bet down?
2: Yeah, we'll bet a a, um, a, a, doll, a dollar.
0: All right, I'll take I'll take that. I'll take that action.
2: I'm saying um, Mephisto or Nightmare. One of the two.
0: Okay. That what's what's his name again? Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Will play Mephisto or who? Nightmare.
2: Okay, just spelled like not with a K or anything stupid. Okay, <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> Shout out, uh, not a not a
2: DC name.
0: Um. So, just as a real quick recap, we do have several outstanding bets. Um, well, actually, I guess I'm gonna I owe Ron a dollar on one of these. Um, Ooh. Uh, let's see. Star Wars announces Ryan Johnson news in 2020. Um, that did not happen. Yep, Matt owes you five dollars. Um, Dune will bomb, losing fifty million dollars. Uh, that's not out yet. Um, but although, if, if it's digital <laughs> only, oh, yeah. um, that might oops. happen. Um, Dill- Dylan bet that James Bond will die in the next one. Um, oh wow! Who did I bet? Uh, me. Oh okay. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a stupid Halloween bet uh, with me and Matt. Uh, Christian Bale. I'm going to lose a dollar that he's playing Throg. Um, yep. Oops. Yep. No obvious reference in the Valiant verse. I don't even know what that's about. Oh, yeah. that's With bloodshot. bloodshot. No, no. That, that was one, the next one. That one's one. done. Um, Space Jam won't come out until after 2022. That's a long form bet. Scream 5 will be titled Scream 5. And then this <laughs> one. Isn't
2: Space Jam coming out <laughs> in Space 2021? Jam coming out this
0: year? <laughs> well, we'll see. We just ordered the pops for it. Oh, then then, then it's actually coming out.
1: <laughs> okay. It's digital. It's digital come out.
0: Um, WandaVision social media reactions Praise Marvel Studios most unique and exciting Project to date Um, Disney recently shared those First few installments uh, with critics And we now have social media reactions WandaVision is being praised for being unlike Anything Marvel Studios has done before And it sounds like there's definitely A mystery at the heart of the series which will hook The viewers to keep them coming back week After week Uh, Now we know some of you are wary when it comes to Social media reactions but the review embargo does lift on Thursday, uh, the day before it drops. Um, so we'll be back with more in-depth verdicts then. Um, exciting. Um, I mean, obviously, social media reactions are always fairly positive.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah,
0: there's always like some
2: negative yeah. a little bit, like a little tiny bit. Like, oh, it wasn't as good as this, but I saw nothing but glowing reviews. It's also possible that they shared it with... Um, only people that they knew would like it, you know? So
0: like there's us. a lot of How can we get? Why can't we get on that list? We I know, right? List. Um, WandaVision has been confirmed to debut on Disney Plus with a two-part premiere this uh, next Friday. Is that this coming Friday? It's this Friday. Okay, Friday. When, confirmed, uh, when it was confirmed that WandaVision will consist of nine episodes, fans immediately began to speculate that there would be either a two-part premiere or finale. After all, a nine-week run would have saw it end right before... Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier begins. Leaving that gap is a smart way to build excitement for the next series uh, and ensures Disney Plus isn't too saturated with Marvel content on a weekly basis. Now, a press release sent out to, to, uh, by the streamer confirms that the premiere is uh, on January 15th will consist of two episodes. The third installment will then follow uh, uh, on January 22nd and once per week following until the finale on March 5th.
2: Boom. That's exciting. I'm glad we're getting two because especially if the first episodes are in black is. and white. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I have, I'm starting to get a weird feeling. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like maybe fan like uh, and Marvel fans or like comic fans, you know, like our customer base kind of thing might not like the show.
0: I can, <laughs> I, think, I can see that. I think people are expecting it to be a little
2: it. bit more superhero-y. And I'm worried that the reaction won't be great because I think if you watch maybe the whole thing, it seems like it's ramping up to be that way in the end. But I don't mm-hmm. think these first episodes are going to be like action packed or um to like marvel you know what I mean? I, yeah, I agree. I
0: get that. I get that. But we don't have to wait very long to find out.
2: Um, I just hope, I just want everyone to give it a chance, you know, like even if the first two episodes are in black and white are kind of hokey, well, you know.
1: Let's hope this mystery is really good, you know? Yes.
2: Well, well the, the mystery is how she's in the world and who put well, her yeah, in Oh, yeah, but that. there might be something
1: slightly deeper we don't
2: know about. Did you guys watch that clip that they
0: put out? Um, I've God, stopped dude. watching clips. Uh, oh. Well, no, I watch. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> there's only I'm one just... clip that has ever existed. <laughs> oh. but I thought, there was a, I thought there was a new one.
2: Well, there's tons of TV promos, but there's right. never been like a clip before. Okay. The clip was very that's kind of what made me worried because I, I also read a bunch of comments on it. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Um it's very
0: Dick Van Dyke. Okay. Um sort of what we were expecting, right? Like a on the nose. Well, it's what we're expecting, but well, yeah, I'm not sure it's what other us. people are expecting.
2: We'll see. Time will tell. Okay. We'll we'll talk about this next week.
0: Right. Um Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige uh, talks upcoming MCU plans during wandavision press tour Ooh, that's um, long yeah yeah uh, well these are
2: a bunch of articles and i just put them all into one because they're all basically from one source
0: you know? um speak so um uh, dylan interrupt me when you need me to uh when you need to let me know about something speaking of deadline feige was specifically uh was asked specifically about whether he had any plans for luke cage and jessica jones uh, quote. Well, certainly you've seen what we announced at Comic Con a year and a half ago, and on Disney Investor Day a few weeks ago. So that's our focus. Uh, but I've been I've been at Marvel for long enough to never say never about anything.
2: So that's story one, right? And that's Ron saw I saw some uh rumors on Instagram that uh Kristen Ritter is going to be yes in Marvel, and that's it's basically stemming from him saying never say never. So there's not a lot to go on. He's not denying it though. That's nice, you know. Yeah. Huh?
0: Speaking about the upcoming Secret Invasion Disney Plus show, quote, I mean, we're interested in the political paranoia aspect of of Secret Invasion and really showcasing the stars uh with Samuel L Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn, two amazing actors that you want to have in any series. And we're very lucky to have them for that. That's the sort of primary focus of that. And of course, it will tie into other things and the scrolls in ways you haven't seen before. But yes, anything could be anything. Wise words. <laughs> but we wanted to do that as a series because it would allow us to do something different than we've ever done before. Um, We don't really get, there's like nothing out of that. That's the,
2: that's the theme with Feige is he's good at saying something, but saying nothing like a politician a little bit, you know? Right. Absolutely. Um, But the thing I took away from that was the political paranoia thing, which I think is the fun part of secret invasion, the comic storyline. I agree. Like even those ads they did where it was like random families and like
0: people people were scrolls and stuff those were cool um mm-hmm. so I'm glad that that's the focus of it um meanwhile in an interview with Collider Feige explained that some shows will consist of six 1-hour episodes while others will, will run for longer than that albeit with shorter runtimes each week quote we're looking at it uh we're looking at it as developing them as either 6-hour episodes or 9 or 10 half-hour episodes uh so for instance One Division started started that way and Falcon and Winter Soldier as 30 minutes But because it's streaming, it's Disney+, Plus. the rules have blurred over the years. Yes, some can be 23 minutes. Some can be much longer than that. She-Hulk, for instance, is being developed as 10, 30-minute episodes. Some will be longer, and some will be shorter. Loki, Falcon, and Winter Soldier uh, is being developed for as six 40- to 50-minute episodes. Interesting.
2: We kind of touched on this last week. We did. We did. That, that's the I, beauty of
0: streaming, you know? Well, I like that, that, that it, uh, you know, gives some versatility and that it's not they're not all going to be the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also made it very clear that Deadpool 3 will be rated R and set firmly within the shared world of the MCU. Quote, it will be R-rated and we are working on a script right now. And Ryan's overseeing a script right now. It will not be filming this year. Um, Ryan is a very busy, very successful actor. We've got a number of things we've already announced that we now have to make, but it's exciting for it to have begun. Again, a very different type of character in the MCU, and Ryan is a force of nature, which is just awesome seeing him bring that character to life. That's a nice confirmation. I know we sort of have talked about this a couple of times the past few months, mm-hmm. um, but it's nice to get a confirmation. He's yeah. never confirmed that he's in the MCU, right? You know, yeah, the first time. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Deadpool
2: will show up and? Or cameo in something before his own movie. There's no Wanda way he'd Wanda have WandaVision. Right? <laughs> Wanda <laughs> I'm going to say Doctor Strange, uh, yeah. Multiverse of Madness. I'm going to
1: say Spider-Man. All good guesses.
0: Yes. Um, Feige wasn't willing to say much during a recent interview with ComicBook.com, but he did admit that seeing the rumors online is part of the fun for him. Quote, I've read some things. Uh, I'm not sure I've read all the things. Um, the fun thing about online speculation when it comes to our stuff is how sometimes it couldn't be more off the mark and sometimes it's shockingly close and that's held true the last few years, but saying which is which would take all the fun out of everything.
2: Um, so things can be true and things can be false. Okay.
0: Thanks. So, okay. Uh, lastly, quote, you know how much I love the X-Men. He said, um, I already said that's where I started. I can't tell you anything before we actually announce it. But rest assured, the discussions have been long and ongoing internally.
2: All right. X-Men confirmed. He's never, yeah, I mean, yeah. He said mutants one time and going. everyone freaked out. So we've gone from him saying the word mutants to him saying the word X-Men. Right. Next he'll say like Wolverine or something you know we'll <laughs> yeah
0: then then we then we're in that's full confirmation
2: dropping, dropping those nuggets
0: and before we get to the uh uncannies i just have a quick like snippet headlines here um kristen ritter is as we just mentioned could be coming back in she hulk that's a big rumor going on right now so uh that's exciting um umbrella academy season three casts genesis rodriguez jake epstein and more uh in the series so again good to see that the show is continuing to go strong you guys enjoy this show right i haven't mm-hmm. watched it at all it's good yep um big edgelord content um justice league <laughs> director Zack snyder shares an unused photo of wonder woman beheading enemies in the Crimea, in the crimean war so that's cool I wonder there's a big photo of wonder woman holding a bunch of severed heads i like that that fits with her character yeah so it's nice real cool um and in ron news uh, marvel studios star <laughs> frank grillo confirms crossbones is returning in disney series what if Let's get em. Why is this why is this not a podcast Ron?
2: <laughs> Let's
1: get him.
0: You could have gotten some money, right? So much money, dude. How did that never happen? Uh, um and John M Chu is stepping away from directing Disney's Willow. Um it uh, the quote um he's heartbreaking to let you all know, but that uh, has to do with uh he's having a new baby in production lockdown, so uh you know, that's too uh, bad, but looking forward to this whenever it comes out um last news snippet here cyborg actor ray fisher comments on reports that he has been written out of the flash um Ooh. yep so he's gone he says it's um, factually inaccurate inaccurate b also Ooh, says he won't okay. star
2: in any movie so i don't understand
0: so what very he's saying factually <laughs> inaccurate he has not been written out he's just not coming back i that doesn't you, make okay. that, that's a right. you can't fire me i quit is what that is i guess you're right yeah um yeah. So let's talk about these uncannies. So w- this is something we came up with uh, about a month ago and we've sort of been trying to f- get it together, how to, you know, talk about our, our 2021 uncannies. Uh, much like the Oscars, we call it the 2021 stuff when we're debuting, when we're giving the awards for last year stuff. But anyway, we're going to get, <laughs> we're going to get to it. Um, and there's no nominees this year. We're just, we're all going <laughs> to give an award. No nominees. No nominees. You just get, you, everyone gets an award.
1: 30 awards.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have this year, uh, we have 11 categories, a nice number that makes sense. Apparently, um, we're going to start with best comic book. This is our favorite comic book that we read this year. Uh, mine is Vampire the Masquerade Winter's Teeth by Tim Seeley, Teeny Howard. Uh, it's great. Uh, very, very good. Very thematic, um, with, uh, the, with the, the tabletop game and every issue comes with some gameable material that you can play uh, on your table. Really, really good stuff. Indeed. Nice. Yes.
1: Uh, I uh, give an award to X-Men by Jonathan Hickman. Uh, yes. The series has been fantastic. Uh,
0: Jonathan Fortnite Hickman. So,
1: yeah, it's good. It's good. It's more Hickman. It's more X-Men. I love it. It's a tattoo on my arm.
2: So, there you go. That's right. I was maybe gonna pick X Men, but then I decided to go with Marauders to be different because that's my favorite X Verse title. You know, um, I think that technically started coming out late last year, but whatever. it's still going, so it counts. That's right. Yeah,
0: like my 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 best horror movie is a cheat too because it debuted at theaters like limited release and then whatever we'll mention. It. Yeah, no, it's um, fine. Don't worry about it. Best tabletop game. Um now granted this is definitely more my wheelhouse than everybody else's. Um
2: Does mine count?
0: Absolutely. Um Okay. It debuted <laughs> this year, early in the year, at the whenever we went to PAX. Yeah, PAX. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean it had come out like a couple months before that, but um it wasn't readily available till this year. Um mine is an is a role playing game called Markborg, Morkborg, M O R K B O R G. Uh it is a doom metal, black metal inspired uh, old school dungeon crawl. Uh it is a beautiful hardcover book. Um thirty five dollars. No, thirty three dollars. It's a weird price. Right by, by Free League Publishing. They're just a really, really great game developer. Is
1: that the yellow one?
0: Yes. Uh
1: yeah, somebody bought it today.
0: Such a such a pretty book. Um I love it. I'm gonna run it at some point. Um it's <laughs> they do they're they're doing a kickstarter right now well it's over but um for this soundtrack for the game that comes on this vinyl and the, okay, okay. the the sleeve is a gatefold that turns into a dm screen oh then, yeah dude and do and it's amazing and then the record sleeve itself is a map and there's all this stuff on it and for all the all the every like their their stretch goals we're adding more weird instruments to the death metal that's going to be on the record yeah, you're like dude. okay well we hit fifty thousand for a record uh we're going to get a violinist from canada it's going to be weird it's
1: great i love it dude. I mean, that's dope.
0: Uh, ron what's your best game this year
1: uh my best tabletop. uh tabletop game is uh D. not new I got but i have to only, play it not new no. somebody but and also know, not new to uh, you we got through to so our campaign. Is, this, uh, we got through the first round of, right. of players. In the Excellent. DMs, so, and like, is,
0: well, you know what? It's your first year DMing.
1: It was my first year DMing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bad go. at it. <laughs> hey, you know, that's okay. You, everyone's bad when they start.
1: I get better. Hopefully.
0: Exactly.
2: Um, my uncanny for best table talk game goes to the ga- only game I've played this year, <laughs> um, which is Fog of Love. I like Michael said. I previewed it at Pax, and then I bought it. The only game I bought there, and then I played it at home this year, so it counts. Um, and it's really good. It's a it's a romantic comedy two player, but you don't have to fall in love. You can be friends. You can break up. But it's really it's fun. like
0: it's like telling the it, meat cute right of yes, the characters. but then
2: also like the rest of your life, right? Um, it's very very inclusive and really pretty art. Also,
0: the art know? is really really nice.
2: It's very detailed. My only Downside to it is that it's a little hard to just pick up because there's so many rules. You know, there's a lot. Well, at least for me, it was. It wasn't like a very it, beginner friendly. It looks, but once you get the casual. hang of it, it's really fun.
0: It looks very casual, but it's mm-hmm. not. You have to put a lot of yeah. thought into it. Where, um, that one is available at all of our locations. It's very good. As are all of these games. Um, the, this next category uh, is nothing that we sell. Um, video games. Um, I was really torn on this. My video game of the year is going to go to Animal Crossing. Um I, now I love Cyberpunk and I I th- I am enjoying it better, but I definitely think Animal Crossing is a more complete product um than Cyberpunk. Um and I love Cyberpunk and I but and I am not playing Animal Crossing anymore. I'm done with it. But Animal Crossing was like the perfect storm, right place, right time. Um mm-hmm. came out like the first week of pandemic and I was just off to the races. I haven't picked it up since we opened back up, but man, I played a hundred hours of that thing.
1: It's the memories that count. Michael.
0: Absolutely,
2: Ron. Dylan, go ahead. Oh, do Dylan. Yours, oh, mine's insane. also Animal Crossing, I echo everything Michael said. It was such a—it's. A, I have such fond memories of it, but I will probably never revisit. But it's just like it was such a weird time, you know, because we—it was right when we closed, like Michael yeah. said. So. And I'd never played the Animal Crossing game, but I like
0: was addicted. Oh, it's so good! It. Did you ever play Stardew Valley? No. Oh man, that one is that one is yeah, better than Animal one, Crossing. Yeah. Um, the story, the stories are better than that. There, well, there is story. Not as you cute know what I mean? though. It's not yeah, as the cute.
2: Animals aren't as cute. As cute. No. Ron. Uh, my
1: game, my <laughs> uncanny. Uh, I I have a struggle here. Okay. Because I, I can oh. pick a new game. Where I can pick a game I've been playing. Follow your heart. Don't
2: lie. Come it's on. It's Apex. Yeah. It's Apex. Apex.
1: I I mean they put out new stuff every year. Right. What so, season is it? Boom boom. Apex season three. They're in season seven. Oh my god. Season there seven. you go. Season seven in two years. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Team too much. Uh. Too much. But yeah, Apex is awesome. I, whatever. It's it's amazing. I'll spend money in it until it stops being good. I am.
2: I do want to say I'm sad that my pick is not Square Enix's Marvel's Avengers because I was very (laughs) hyped for that game and I really wanted to love it. But sadly, the story's good, but not good enough to. It's like I'm sure this happens with lots of games, but none that I've played. It's had a shocking uh, um, amount of like abandonment, (laughs) like the developers and stuff like don't. They used to be like update you like daily, you know? But now they just like threw out um Kate Bishop and they like announced like ten other other characters coming out, you know? Oh yeah, but these I don't are not happening anymore. But now they just like don't up, like they don't fix anything, they don't respond to anyone, they don't talk about like what's to come. Like I think it's just done. They're they doing silent
1: it. treatment. No no no. This stuff's still coming out. They're just they're working hard, you know? So they gotta I don't think that's the case. No more talkie
2: talkie. I don't think... They should have led with a A-list character. No shade to Kate Bishop, but they should have should have been Black Panther or something. You know, like if you were going to save the game, you should have done Spider-Man or Black Panther or something that you promised and not not Kate Bishop. But
1: I we'll put money that the game's still going to have stuff coming out.
2: I think they promised Spider-Man for PS4 and people would be really mad if that doesn't come out. So, We'll see.
0: Um... So this is now. This is our first year doing it, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna make up this award as the golden uncanny.
2: Oh, as we okay. all
0: we all picked the same oh, person sure, sure, for sure. best actress. Oh no! Goes
1: I to, so I was gonna leave mine blank, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, she is really good. So why not?"
0: Um, would well, you yeah, leave with it with blank. Because I you know I'm not you know an actor know. actress person. We are giving the golden uncanny for best actress to Elizabeth Moss for Invisible Man. Uh she was fantastic Ooh. in that movie. That movie was the movie itself was fantastic. You will fantastic. see what did later on. Um this, I, I, what, I don't know what else to say about
1: I rewatched uh, it recently. Yes, it's, it's still good, dude. After the fourth watch.
0: Um it it really is. My it best has a good actor, rewatchability. It it does. My best actor, I gave to John David Washington and Tenet. I thought he was really excellent in that. Uh, he was better than the movie was. Um, <laughs> I need to see That's it again. Wow. I really do need to see it again. Same. Um, but I like him a he lot. He has
2: that movie with Zendaya coming out soon. He oh, does. get that love story. They you made know, it
0: in, during the pandemic. As I was looking for movies that came out this year, there's a lot of indie crap that I haven't gotten to see. Like there's Nomad Land looks really really good, but like I don't know mm-hmm. how you can see that movie with Francis. Somebody McKinnon. watched it. Like, did that come out in <laughs> theaters? Oh well, I mean, <laughs> I mean legally, you know, you know, wow. they're all coming
2: oh. out streaming soon. They'll all be out before about. You know,
0: all right. Uh, All right, Dylan, who's your best actor?
2: Mine is Stephen Yoon from Minari, which is I really wanted A24 to watch that. Picture. Yeah, it's good. It's about a Vietnamese family that immigrates to um, America and becomes farmers. But it's more than that. You know, it's like, a f- of course, family drama. But um, the big controversy recently was with it was um, the Golden Globes um, like disqualified it from Best Picture oh. because they're calling it a foreign film, even though it takes place in America and it's made by Americans, you know? Is oh, an amazing okay. cast.
1: That's wild. <laughs>
2: it's weird. It's really weird. Um, I this some of it is subtitled, you know, but it's just like a weird reason. They're like, no, you like, what does that mean? You got to be, you have to be white and English speaking to be American. I mean, you basically, know? I don't know.
1: Some of them, yeah.
2: We Apparently don't so. like, but it's a great movie, and he's great. I haven't seen him in much other than Walking Dead, but I'm glad that he's thriving after they unceremoniously killed him off. Spoiler alert.
0: Wow, um, and Ron is abstaining from Best Actor. Uh, you hey, look, man. Um, <laughs> this uh, best TV show comedy slash other. Um, mine's a bit of a cheat because it's a perpetual, never-ending show, but I'm picking AEW Dynamite, which honestly is the most television show watched by me this year. So, and the most enjoyed by me cause, and and watching it with Lori, it's. Been so good to see good wrestling on TV. Uh, that is, isn't, you know, well, because WWE is not, it's for children and it's not good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Ron, what you got?
1: Uh, I'm picking a show that I started watching this year, uh, because of Nick. Thank <laughs> it's you, he's so good. Boy. Uh, I, I started watching Baskets,
0: Baskets is great. Uh,
1: uh, that show's so good, dude. I'm on season three. It's fantastic. I Vasquez love Vasquez. is is uh, Zach Galifianakis, Louis uh, Anderson. He he is a clown. Yes. Uh, he wants to be a clown. That's <laughs> pretty much it. I'm surprised
2: you didn't pick Dave.
1: Oh, Dave's good too. That came out this year.
0: It did.
2: Yeah. Ah, Dave's good too.
1: It came out this year.
0: It
2: did. You can have a you can have a runner-up or no. It's fine. Baskets is good.
1: I just don't even. It came out in twenty twenty. Jesus.
2: Where yeah, I don't time? know what came out this year and what didn't. Dude, so what's the time? It, it, was it added feels level like of I watched it two years ago. Insane. I'm pretty sure it came out this year, but who knows? Baskets is my twist, though. Baskets is good.
0: My favorite bit. Go from- okay. watch Baskets. My favorite bit from Baskets is the first episode when uh, he's ordering, going to the drive-through, and ordering like really off the wall. Oh, so uh, drinks? Dude. Yes. Yeah. Do, you, do you have a squirt? I'm for they're, they're a diet a squirt of the drive-through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll take
1: some Schweppes. That whole um, show is Zach Galifianakis
0: is a genius. He's so it's good. Great. He's um, playing.
1: So he's playing him and his twin brother. Yeah, Dang. Seth. No, no.
0: Well, I know, but like that's it's the yeah. same. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dylan, what's your show? Comedy or other?
2: Um mine I tried to pick I went with a season one, which is it's called Upload. Have you guys heard of it? Uh it's on oh. Amazon. It's about um it stars Robbie and Mel and it's about basically the afterlife you get uploaded, your consciousness can get uploaded into the resort of your choosing. Oh and it's very transactional. Like you can yes. you know, buy upgrades and you have to pay a monthly you have to pay rent to keep your to stay uploaded. But oh. it, it's kind of, it's a sci-fi, but it's definitely a comedy. And it was really, really good. It was, it's very popular, but kind of, you know how you never hear about Amazon shows? Yeah, it was right. one of those. Just like, they just yeah. go out of like, on Amazon. They're... But it was a popular Amazon show, and season two is coming. But it was fantastic. It's like a, a very easy binge, also. It's not okay. laugh out loud funny, you know? But it's still a comedy. But I also have to mention Schitt's Creek, the final season. I didn't pick it because that was the last season but that's what i liked most and love victor which loves i didn't Street. it's so good michael you have to watch it it's over I, now
0: i love eugene levy um is it catherine o'hara as well
2: <laughs> yeah they're both fantastic
0: yeah i love them both they're so you
2: good. would like it i think it, the the humor style is up your alley for sure richard recently binged that and mike everyone it appeals to everyone is what i'm saying you know I'm sure. I'm, um,
0: I love their humor, the two of them, anyway, and all those Christopher yeah. Guest movies. They're so they they work so well together.
2: It's about a rich family, like socialites, who lose all their money because they they own like Blockbuster, basically, and okay. then um, they have to move. They it turns out they bought a town as a joke because it's called Shit's Creek right. when they're rich, and they own the town, so now they have to move there and live in this hotel. But it's really good, and then Love Victor, which is kind of a comedy,
0: but. It was it's that's the uh, follow up to Love Simon that was really good also. 100%. Oh right. Um, best TV show drama. So I'm going opposite of uh, Oscars where they put horror with comedy other. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting Haunting of Bly Manor as my favorite drama. I really enjoyed okay. that this year. I probably would have picked Ron's pick had I watched it.
1: I I so I had Bly Manor on there and then I switched it to to
2: mine. Yeah, i agree you probably would pick ron's pick
0: um and i i so i just started we did an episode on blind manor it's great go watch it right um and ron what's your pick uh i am picking the outsider on hbo on
1: hbo so, so good thank you I, dylan for i know i'm paying to watch the show it's so fantastic. i started
0: watching the stand I, I was gonna either start the Outsider or the Stand, and I chose okay. the Stand because it was mm-hmm. it's current and ongoing. Yeah. Okay. And so, but I'm uh, now I'm annoyed that I didn't watch the Outsider because I just really want to watch that show. It looks you so should.
2: Weird. I think it's good. Do you think you're gonna watch it, or is it gonna be one of those ones that forever is like oh, I should have watched that?
0: Oh, I'm. I plan on watching it when the Stand's done.
2: Okay. Because I, I don't, I I don't say say, have the time for that much. Makes sense. Yeah. It, even though, like, normally I'm disheartened when a show gets canceled, you know, and I never watch it. But this kind of played like a mini series, You know, it has a finite ending and it doesn't need Oh, did it more. get canceled? Yeah. Oh, that's it, we talked about it a while ago. Yeah, it sucks. But um, it's not, it doesn't hinder it. So I think it's still worth it. No, it doesn't. Treat, it feels like you doesn't. can treat uh, it, it, it as a miniseries now and watch it it. it.
0: it doesn't make me not want to watch it. I mean, I will watch any King work just to give it a shot. And I am enjoying The Stand. I watched. I'm I'm up to date. I watched episode four yesterday. Um, but so Dylan, I need to catch up. I only watched the first two. Dylan, what's your TV show drama?
2: Um, uh, mine is devs. Oh,
0: I can't remember the guy's name. That one looks really good. Um, I want to watch it? that. He did I, Ex
2: Machina and Annihilation. Oh, Ron watched God. it, right? I can't get
1: into devs. I stopped.
2: understand I, like I know you tried. Three? Ron tried. I did. So that means I it's not like for everyone.
1: Episode. It's it's hard, dude. Alex, maybe Garland. I need to sit down and like binge it out.
2: Yeah, Alex Garland, but um, it's about man. I don't even know how to describe it.
1: Yeah, I don't know how to describe it either.
2: Um, God, <laughs> it's a it's a sci-fi. It's like a big Apple type tech company, mm-hmm. um, doing some twisted things with their sci-fi like uh, discoveries. Um, they've basically learned how to predict the future, and there's conspiracy okay. and intrigue. And mystery. Um but my What I watched was
1: good. It's just hard.
2: It's understandable. But this is an FX show on Hulu. Um Outsider, which Ron just talked about. We Are Who We Are, which is an HBO show. Um by Luca guadagnino It's in to- Italy. It's weird. It's very artsy, but it's good. And then my the the show I would say I most enjoyed this year is called Flight Attendant. Um, which I did not have any expectations or hopes for. It's about um a flight attendant played by Haley Cuoco. And she she's like an international flight attendant. She ends up hooking up with one of the passengers and she wakes up and he's dead. And she's kind of on the run because uh, she's blamed for it. But it's like a soapy um, drama. But it was like it was a really popular show. It just came out a couple weeks ago or a few months ago. You just finished a couple um, weeks
1: ago?
2: Yeah, yeah it, they did the weekly thing. But um, it was fantastic. HBO.
0: Okay. Um, moving on to the movies. Um, best comedy slash other movie. My pick is kind of weird because <laughs> <laughs> I, Michael, <laughs> you know, the more I talk about it and the more I look back on it, the more I realize, you know, I had a really good time with Sonic the Hedgehog. You know why, Michael? Why?
2: Because when you're here,
0: you're family. your
2: family, your
0: family, your family. Yeah, it's true. How you gonna pick? Oh,
2: did you even say what you picked? Go, go ahead. Yeah, th-
0: yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I, it blew away my expectations. Now, to be fair, my expectations were in the gutter. So um, you're
2: talking about me and Venom, and then you're over here saying Sonic's the best comedy. Uh, I love or, that
0: movie, No dude. other.
2: You woke up and chose other. violence today, Michael. <laughs> um, I mean,
0: I, but also got, thinking about it, I don't know what else I would have picked. For a How are you going to
2: choose this year? Sonic when Like a Boss also came out this year?
0: I didn't see it. Ooh.
2: You got a point. One Touch My Kuka. I think
0: a boss came out this year?
2: Bro. Yes. Does that feel on? like forever ago? I it's because we watched trailers all through 2019. I that is picked, also true.
0: I almost picked Freaky. Um,
2: Freaky would have been a good one too.
0: Yeah. But uh, Ron, what'd you pick for best?
1: Uh, best I summer? picked Lovebirds. This was uh, Issa Rae and, uh, oh, what's his name?
0: on
2: nanjiani
1: thank you uh, oh, that one. it was a romantic comedy very funny they're very good together very good chemistry so i loved it i love that movie
2: yeah i'm sad that kind of went under the radar you know it's one yeah. of the ones that was gonna come out and then it got picked up by netflix yeah. during the pandemic and then mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people didn't watch. it's netflix i'm sure a ton of people watched it but they didn't get no the recognition it, it deserves no hype for sure for yeah sure. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, they don't, they don't throw the, the advertising machine behind that, you know.
2: Yeah, but it's weird because Netflix has so many subscribers. That I, I feel like anything that goes on there and goes on the main page is watched by like hundreds of millions of people. Yeah. But, right. but it's just not the same as like a theater. It doesn't have the same water cooler talk. Um, but mm-hmm. My pick is Promising Young Woman. Okay. It is, I don't know if you guys remember the trailers for that. We saw it. We saw some trailers for it last year. I don't remember. Um it stars Carrie Mulligan and she is a sexual uh, assault, sex abuse survivor, and she decides to basically go out and trap men I do remember this um movie. into doing terrible things, you know. Very good. Like either ignoring consent or it doesn't sound like a comedy at all, but it's like a dark it's a dark comedy, you know. Right. Um but it's fantastic. It's okay, an Oscar Oops. contender. Stars Bo Burnham also. Um, Allison Brie. But it's so, 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 so good. Cannot recommend enough. It's coming out on streaming soon. And then my run-up is Freaky because I consider that more of a comedy than a horror, even though it's both.
0: But I well wow, it was great. Called out. Well um, Moving on to Best Horror, uh, as we were <laughs> talking about. Um, I'll, I'll go. Uh, mine is Spiral. Uh, which technically came out in 2019 uh, with a super limited release. And then it got dropped onto Shudder, the streaming service, in uh, 2020. Um, so to me, that's a debut this year because it was at film festivals last year and mm-hmm. dropped in. No one saw it. Yeah, nobody saw it. It's a, this is a this year movie or last year. Um, and I am i don't want to give away too much because I'm sure that people probably haven't even seen spoilers for this movie. So I'll just read the solicitation uh, or the, 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 the tagline here. A same-sex couple move into a small town to enjoy a better quality of life and raise their daughter with strong social values. But when the neighbors throw a very strange party, nothing is as it seems in this pi- picturesque neighborhood. Um, it's very like hmm. get-out, occult-y. Um, okay. I I really enjoyed it, and it's well worth your. Um, I don't think I've seen a trailer for this. You probably haven't. Um, I no. only watched it because I signed up for Shutter.
1: Okay. Um, okay.
0: Well, okay. v- Shudder via Amazon. Um, Dylan, you watched this too, right?
2: Yeah, I heard about I heard about it last year because I just kind of you know keep up with the film festival movies, and it played. Right. It actually played at a lot of like not even just horror, but also like LGBT film right. festivals so i was like what is this um but it's like the perfect yeah it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it but it's the perfect right. I, I like this kind of like quote game movie because it's not about that at all you know right it, it's it, just, right
0: right exactly. i don't even
2: like that your the thing you read said i know same sex couple like is that a warning you know for when you go into well, the movie so like, so y- it's do well. other movies say different different sex couples <laughs>
0: <laughs> right exactly of course and but you look at the um the reviews here on Amazon there's a bunch of one star reviews like can I have horror without the politics like oh my god oh
2: lord because it would have been nice yeah
0: because you know Night of the Living Dead had nothing to say um which is a lie because it had a ton to say um it's the first horror movie with a black protagonist and then he gets killed in the end by the white people by the white police who think he's a zombie yep um horror has always been political friends um but anyway, go check out Spiral. It's really enjoyable. Um, it's available it on everything. Um, to rent on everything. You can stream it if you have Shudder or Shudder on Amazon or DirecTV or rent it or buy it on literally everything. So, Yep. Worth your time. Wrong. My
1: Uncanny Award for a horror movie is Freaky.
0: Yes. Because it is a horror
1: movie. It, it is, is, a is a horror, horror movie.
0: movie. Yes. <laughs> I almost picked Freaky. It's a I forgot that I saw Spiral. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, Spiral.
1: Most definitely. Yeah, I didn't I don't think I've seen a lot of horror movies this year. I probably I that's probably the only one.
0: I, I watched a lot of old ones.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Uh so yeah, check, Freaky's my pick.
0: Freaky was really fun. Super good. I had to check my letterbox. Adorable. That's how I keep track of what I watch. I respect that. Yeah. Um
2: don't my what? pick is the Invisible Man, which is I mean, we've talked about it so much, but it's so um, good. And I'll, let you, I'll talk about it later, but it if, is
0: fantastic. If y'all haven't seen this, it has, it has so this. much
2: rewatchability.
0: Yes, um, Dylan, it's do you so have enjoyable. It? Oh, okay. It's like
2: the perfect. Everything about it is perfect. Can't say enough. Is but the four, what? is the four K any good?
0: Yeah, of course. Okay.
2: Yeah, it but like I mean, not, some, it doesn't add a ton to it, but okay. uh,
0: you know, because sometimes the four K transfer, transfer is not really like I'm paying an extra ten dollars for nothing here. <laughs>
2: Um, I'm not saying I don't think it's necessary, but it there's some like really pretty, uh, you know, like scenery shots and stuff that okay. it's good for. But cool, ten ten um, would recommend.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, best comic book movie, our second highest category, or as we have determined this year. Um, uh I'm gonna let Dylan go first because we have a silver uncanny award where two of us have uh, silver. <laughs> I'm making it up. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. <laughs> um. Um, okay. Mine is Birds of Prey, which I almost we... picked for comedy.
1: I almost picked, I almost picked Birds of Prey too.
2: We, we're not looking forward to this, really. Not at all. You know, we kind of uh, thought it would be terrible. Was, uh, I would say it also has the word of most surprisingly good movie. Also mm-hmm. Sonic, I guess. But, yeah, yes. both of them. Um, but I like this movie to so watch. I've been itching to rewatch it again. Um, I don't know. The characters make it for me. It's not a great story or anything. Nothing about it stands out as fantastic. But Robbie's Harley Quinn is electric.
1: Somebody tried to argue with me that uh, Wonder Woman 1984 was better than Birds of Prey. And I was like, no, sir.
0: How dare you? I,
1: I told them, no, sir.
0: <laughs> I disagree. I mean, I think, I think Birds of Prey was actually way better than... Uh, yeah. I was like, no, sir. I, I definitely compare it to Sonic. You know, of expectations okay. versus reality. Not in terms of quality. Birds of Prey is a better movie than Sonic. Um but I enjoyed it. So um our our first ever Silver Uncanny. Yeah boy. Her best comic <laughs> book movie, Ron and I picked Old Guard, Old Guard.
1: Yeah, dude.
0: Which it's a solid
1: movie. I forgot. I-
0: it I came out this year. <laughs> same. Same. Again, scrolling through my letterbox. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. Old Guard. Actually, no, it wasn't yeah. in my letterbox. I looked I looked at episodes that we did.
1: Ah, that makes yeah, sense. Episodes. Yeah, yeah. No, I was looking about? through uh, I was As like, Ooh, curious. what cargo movies came out? Google and I was like, nothing. oh, old oh, oh, guard. All right.
0: Yeah, and I really enjoyed the comic and I thought the movie took the comic and improved upon it really well and thought it worked. I dug yeah. it. I, I go back and listen to our review. I need today.
1: to go rewatch it. I haven't watched it since. Was it Neptune? It's really right? good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on Netflix.
0: Yeah. Again,
2: something that disappeared onto Netflix, but right, so um, good. I feel
1: like a lot of people were talking about that movie when it came out, though.
2: Is it getting a sequel? I can't remember.
1: I mean, it ended to where it should have one.
0: <laughs> yes, well, I mean, there's more. Nothing. There's there's more comic to adapt, so that is yep. true. And our final category: best film. Um, two. There's a golden, uncanny. I'm sorry, Silver Uncanny we're going to talk about here uh, Yet again, Ron and I picked The Invisible Man Yes um, I can't it feels like this movie enough. came out so, so long ago Because we saw it in theaters And we didn't have to rent it out We saw it in general population So like, it's
1: funny, I, I watched that movie I watched it at least four times this year Last yeah. year I watched it every quarter at that point Like I just watched it right. when I felt like I needed to watch it again It's fantastic
0: Yeah, it's really, really freaking good um, I'm
2: sorry to be the golden uncanny buster for that's, right <laughs> now.
0: Hey, that's okay. We gave one out. So for for the same movie, but actress. Um, that is true for the same movie. Dylan, what is your mine is kino of the year?
2: I already kind of talked about it a little bit, but Minari. I went over the. I guess I already went over the plot. I shouldn't have done that. But um, <laughs> fantastic. No, uh, my runner-up is Nomadland, which I really um, want to see. Which yeah, it's directed by Chloe Zhao, who uh, is directing Eternals, so it gives me a lot of a lot of uh, excitement about Eternals, and it stars Francis Mac- Francis McDormand, and she kind of loses everything in the recession, and then takes a road trip, and that's what the movie's about. But it's kind of like so it's a sequel. It's kind of like billboards. Three Billboards, but not as uh, eventful. It's it's pretty uh, slow and meandering a little bit, but not in a bad way. You know, I'm into the okay. chill movies this year. Like Minari is pretty chill, like I like farm farming movies now. there's an a twenty four movie called uh first Cow, which is about oh, like a village that gets that was a cow.
0: Supposed to be good, yeah, <laughs> I'm really into cow. these
2: like it's like it's like a s m r for movies, you know, like okay, nothing big is gonna happen. You don't have to brace yourself. it's just chill, you know, like oh, sure. it's this cow, how much money is this cow gonna bring in? Are these guys gonna be friends? <laughs> they are, you know, so I like these types of movies. It's a new, it's a new genre I'm into. I'm down with that. Chill, nice chill. Farmcore, movie. farm farmcore movies.
0: Farmcore, yeah. <laughs> no more cottage core. It's over. Yeah, we're we're all about farm. Remember
1: core Three now. Billboards though? Oh, I need yes.
0: Relax. God, so I was. Thinking that I only then. watched it at once. That was such oh. a good
2: year for movies. That was a good From year for movies. 2018.
0: Maybe. Like, yeah, that was. I remember we watched all those Oscar movies in 2018. And then in 2019, we sort of were like, man, these aren't nearly as good as they were last year.
2: <laughs> yeah, we had like Get Out, you know, Call Me By Your Name, Three Billboards, stuff like that. And then in Tanya, Shape of Water wasn't
0: a Best Picture nominee.
2: Yes, there were so many. Lady Bird, like I had, like, of my top like 50 movies, like, you know, Probably five like, of them came out in 2018. Yeah, it's 2018.
0: Crazy. Yeah. And yeah, and Shape of Water too. Like, my yeah, God.
2: Shape of Water, yeah, dude.
0: I I was so happy we got in Take the Neca toy. We, got in the, to anything, we got the we got in the uh, uh, the amphibious man uh, Neca yeah, toy. Dude. I bought it. Oh yeah, he's sitting right above me right there. I was like,
2: "What is Michael looking at?" My <laughs> amphibious
0: man up there. Uh, but sl- anyway, that is our 2021 Uncannies for the year that hey. was 2020. The garbage
2: terribly- that was lackluster.
0: Yeah, there yeah. was. I mean, it's not, not our a, fault. There's nothing nothing cool.
1: Like there it. were some gyms.
0: Yeah, there were, but most mm-hmm. of it came out pre, pre-COVID. pre Yep. Um,
2: but Which just here. means the good stuff is being held. It's been yeah, shelved. That's it. It's going to be, once the industry starts up again, it's going to be non-stop. It's going to be 2018
0: level That's a bit. Liam Neeson movie, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. No? <Ugh. laughs> what about non-stop, though? Um, but anyway thank you all so much for downloading us and checking us out we really appreciate all of your support later y'all bye and i'm michael we'll see you next time